Well, hello there, dear whoever you are. Um, we are going to dive into a new episode. I haven't done one of these in about two months' time, um, so it's going to be exciting to get back on this horse, as we say. Um, today we're going to dive into a couple of different things, uh, but as I learned by doing work with my current super coach, Mira, <laughs> um, it's better to go in blindfolded, or maybe not better, but it's a little bit more fun. So I do have a bit of a starting point in terms of what I want to go into, and I have some various ideas that I could jump into after that as well. <clears throat> but I don't want to plan this too much. Um, this is just going to be a little bit more of a free flow, freestyle, if you will. And I'll just see where where it takes us, right? So... First of all, uh, one of my um, dearest friends uh, just messaged me uh, earlier this day, or yes, last night, I guess, um, and he asked, okay, so, did some plugin from validation thing, uh, how far do you really take authenticity? And we can discuss authenticity later. I'm not really a fan of the word authenticity myself, to be honest. I think authenticity is powerful, but I think it's just one step along the way. It's like a phase where you... Okay, so I guess we're <laughs> we're going here, right? So I'll give you his question, right? It's just like, okay, how far do you take authenticity? If you see a beautiful girl on the street, do you even think I'm going to give her a compliment? Or is that too much thinking or what you do blah 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 right so we'll dive into that but he first he mentioned like how he didn't say how far do you take authenticity i'm paraphrasing phrasing but basically brought up authenticity so i thought authenticity could or well i'm thinking now that authenticity can be a powerful little um uh, rant i guess that we can dive into because I am not a fan of people who go um, or coaches rather who who promote themselves as authenticity teachers. I think authenticity is powerful, but it's not the end destination, right? And with that said, I think authenticity is super powerful. If I don't feel like something is authentic to me, then I'm not doing it, right? Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm very big on listening to, um, to, um, I guess my heart, or it's my gut. Maybe it's more my gut that gives me authenticity. I'm not sure. Uh, but anyway, I'm listening to something that tells me what's authentic to me or not, right? Uh, and I'm very good at doing that. 
Um, these days, <laughs> I didn't used to be. Um, but be, being good at this, it it's not like some form of technique to, uh, you know, to 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 get girls or make money or any of that kind of shit that it's often sort of sold as like some form of mechanism <laughs> to be successful because um, that's a load of bull because we all know plenty of people are inauthentic as a motherfucker that's meeting women and making money right uh, so when it's propagated at this as this sort of like holy grail of something I, I, I just don't buy into it right um, at least not in terms of like, oh, this is the one thing that, you know, blah, 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 whatever, fucking marketers, I cannot, uh, yeah, I'm a little bit jaded with marketing at the moment, as you can probably tell, because I overdid it myself, so it's more reflection of me than a reflection of them, to be honest, the way that I feel about marketers. So, what is my problem with authenticity? Well, my problem with authenticity, my friend, is that, well, actually, I don't have a problem with authenticity. I think authenticity is a much higher uh, sort of perspective of, or approach to attaining um, success. But the reason I'm big, personally, me, why I am big on authenticity and the way that I teach authenticity to my advanced students, not to the beginning ones because it's too complex, but to my advanced students, I teach them to keep authenticity in their, in the back of their mind, so they keep being authentic, but for the sake of happiness, right, in order to not make their own soul turn on them, because if, you know, like, having a dark night of the soul, it's sort of part of our path, it's the hero's journey. But if we, if we can uh, sort of meet the dark night of the soul, but we get there while being authentic at the same time, I think it's better. Because if you're having a dark night of the soul, through and you get there through being inauthentic, it's it's kind of like your soul turns against you, Right? Or rather, you turn against your soul, because your soul can't really turn against you, I don't think. Or maybe it can, who knows. Anyway. Um, yeah, that's actually a good question. Either way, moving on. Um, as you can tell, um, the inside of my mind is, uh, is an intense place. <laughs> this is... This is what it's like 24-7. Um, but as I'm telling you this, I, I can only speak once, right? Like, I can only say one word at a time. Uh, in my mind, um, as I'm speaking, I'm having like 40 other of these conversations at the same time. So it's kind of a blitzkrieg in here. Um, so, you know, it kind of explains why I'm really big into meditation and working out super hard and all these sort of things. Because it makes my mind shut off. Um, and it's also why I like dreaming, and why I'm really interested in dreaming, because I only really have one dream at a time, uh, which is cool. Um, in any case, so, back, let's redirect Pierre back on topic. Um, for anyone who wants a really focused podcast today, 
like clearly line, lined out, you're just going to be disappointed. Today we're just, it seems we're going all over the place. So, But we're going deep, that's the thing. But when we're going deep, we're going to have to, to uh, um, we'll be treading lightly at first and then things will just get blown wide open after a while. I can feel it. Or maybe it doesn't, but I think it will. So, <clears throat> I'm so fucking goofy today as well. I had a really good night's sleep. So, authenticity. I teach it to advanced students for the sake of happiness, for the sake of not turning their own soul against them, or themselves against their own soul. We'll have to dive into that another time. Maybe I can speak with Miriam about that. That would be cool. Anyway, um, so authenticity is good because it it makes you it makes it's like a fail safe. Like you don't end up doing a bunch of shit that's going to 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 lead you down a super dark path later on. Because if you're living inauthentically, um, but you're having a lot of fun, so you're having a lot of dopamine rushes. It's like you don't notice it. You're 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 sweeping it under the rug. Because the dopamine will get, will keep you addicted, will keep you keep you stuck doing the same thing over and over and over again, and you go, hey, I'm not getting depressed from this shit. This is fun. Yeah, no shit is fun. Coke is also fun. Crack is also fun. All this shit is fun. All this dopamine fueled bullshit is fun, right? It's not like in the first week of joining Facebook, someone goes, oh, this seems addictive. It's like, no, this is just fun. This is harmless. You're just connecting with other people. A few years go go past and, you know, people are like, oh, shit, how do I get off Facebook? Or like, how do I get off porn? Oh, my God, this is so bad. Right? Um, same thing with inauthentic shit. And remember... You would never do something inauthentic if it wasn't because it was tempting. That's the whole point. How the fuck does the devil make you do dumb shit? It's not by giving you something that's not fun. It's not by giving you something that's a boring distraction. It's with promise of salvation, dude. It's like, this is so much fun. I don't care that this is not fully authentic because it Clearly, it doesn't matter to be authentic, right? Like, this shit is awesome. <laughs> and the other cool thing about things that create dopamine is that dopamine has this built-in mechanism of hope, right? And actually, what you want is you want to lose hope. <laughs> Just kind of interesting to think. Where the fuck are you going with this, Pierre? Um, <laughs> well, this is the suicide club, no hope. No. Um, I've been suicidal myself, so I can joke about it. So shut up if you're trying to shame me for it. Um, but, so, dopamine, what does dopamine do? Dopamine actually is not that pleasant in the moment. If you, if you manage to get so mindful and so present that you actually feel the sensation of dopamine, it's not necessarily, it can be, but it's not necessarily that pleasant to be on a dopamine rush. Dopamine 
is a motivator. It's, oh, we are about to achieve this thing, and this thing will give us salvation. That's like a very gross oversimplification of it, but it's pretty much what's happening in your brain when you get a dopamine release. So that, and you know, it's like, you know, in the caveman days, it's like, oh, you see your strawberries. It's like, boom, you get all fired up with with dopamine because now you're getting some sugar or you you have the possibility, you have the hope of getting sugar, which is good calories, right? When you're a fucking caveman and you might not eat for two days sometimes, right? Um, but you don't feel that awesome. It's more like, oh, I need to get it right now, but you're getting excited. So you're... You're sort of tricking yourself. It does kind of feel good, but really the thing that feels good is that you realize that, oh, you, you're about to eat sugar. It's like before the eating the strawberry, you're, you're actually not that excited. What's exciting is that you understand that I will soon be eating strawberries, right? That's what dopamine does. Or it's like in, in a lion, I guess you get, get that <laughs> the strawberry effect. <laughs> you get uh, dopamine by you 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 see a fucking slow fucking human oh shit we got human today this is easy they can't fight back they're slow they're fucking easy as shit they taste delicious this is the shit right but it gets them angsty oh i have to get it now i have to get it now that's why you get impatient dopamine is linked to being impatient right and so when you when you learn uh, systems that are dopamine based, dopamine based ways of 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 getting better or of improving, right? It's it's always like you're impatient to get to the next level of expertise. So you're never satisfied. There's always the next level, and there's always that hope that once you hit that next level then you're going to be fucking happy, right? Like, once I reach that, and, you know, for every level that you get to, there's always another level. So it's just this never-ending loop of impatient excitement. But it's this underlying, lingering anxiety that you don't even really pay attention to. But here's the crazy part. you Not always, but you may end up becoming very inauthentic because you're getting so impatient to get to the next step. That's what happened to me, right? Just I lost all authenticity. I lost morals. I lost all this kind of shit, right? And you're just rushing to get to the next level, next level, next level, next level, next level, next level, right? Next level, next, all the time. And The thing is, once you're in this stage for long enough, this is very linked to orange stage spiral dynamics. It's a very dopamine-fueled kind of stage. Um, I mean, it's not like you have more dopamine here than others, but it's it's you get very encapsulated by 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 dopamine here uh, because you're usually fairly atheistic as well, very materialistic, very. Uh, accomplishment based and those things just link up with with dopamine so well um so that it, when you're in this orange stage and you always have hope of salvation that that's what, what keeps you stuck in the orange stage um is you're like oh but next level i'm gonna then i'm gonna be happy i'm gonna find salvation next one next 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 all the time and then eventually if you have if well if you have enough perspective if you have this 
ability to open your mind up, you will finally see that there actually isn't happiness in the next level. What happens is you feel hopelessness. You're like, because it's before you realize that there's another level above this orange stage uh, level. And so first, it's a lot of angst. It's a lot of anxiety. It's a lot of depression because you lose hope. You're like, fuck, I'm never going to get happy from making more money, meeting more women, you know, just like, you know, getting more muscle mass or like winning more medals and whatever sport I'm in, you know. At first, it feels like it's the worst thing ever because you lose hope. It's like the illusion gets de- deconstructed, right? Um, and I had someone talk to me about this the other day. Like, fuck, it's like the hope is going away. And they said it as if that's a bad thing, but that's a good thing. That means you're about to completely pop the bubble. You're completely going to pop out of the illusion that this materialistic, self-centered, accomplishment mindset. You're about to pop that bubble that that stuff is going to create some happiness. because as long as you think it's going to be happiness in there, that's when you have hope. And dopamine creates hope. Dopamine is like, oh, the next... It's like you're getting excited, but it's an impatient excitement because you're not happy where you are. You're excited that you're about to get some form of salvation, right? In the fucking strawberries or eating the human or fucking whatever it is, right? Or eating some pussy! And... It just doesn't work that way. And eventually you realize that, oh, there is no happiness in that thing. So this dopamine thing doesn't really, like, you don't get the dopamine effect anymore. And momentarily, it will create a lot of anxiety as well. And that creates massive cortisol spike. Or that is what anxiety is, right? So, and cortisol is an inhibitor of serotonin as well. So now you're going to be low in cortisol, you're going to be low in dopamine, you're going to be low in serotonin, you're going to be high in cortisol. Which is a fancy way of saying, you're going to be depressed as shit, dude. You're going to fucking hate life. And you should hate life. Because you're, you're experiencing turbulence. That is, turbulence is going to wake you the fuck up to go to the next level. Right? Um... And you start questioning this shit, oh, this accomplishment stuff, materialistic stuff, you really want to be here, da 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 And they go, oh, well, it has to be something deeper about life, right? Now, remember, before this stage, the blue stage, that's when you're, like, usually, like, very into, like, uh, mainstream, uh, conventional religion, right? But then it's like, oh, shit, nah, I, I don't believe this dude walked on water. What the fuck is this book? This is bullshit, right? God didn't create. Uh, the planet in seven days and snapped his fingers and let it be a light. Like, we know this shit. Like, that's not science, right? So now you get into the scientific, rational, accomplished mindset of orange until that illusion pops as well. And you go, okay, well, that shit that I learned from church, I don't really like that, but this shit might be even worse. What the fuck is it? It must be something out there, right? You go into what's called the green stage. Um, and, you know, you can research all of that, right? Um, 
you know, this is not a Spiral Dynamics episode. It could be, but it's not. Um, maybe we'll get there eventually in an hour or so, but not now. So, if you're living in, a, like, if you're allowing yourself to be inauthentic the whole time as you're in this orange stage, because if, if you're having the proclivity, if, if you're having the ability to open up like this and really understand that you don't find the salvation in here, then you're going to have this dark night of the soul where you pop that bubble and you're like, fuck, this shit is bullshit, right? And not everyone has that level of traumatic experience when they realize that, you know, the orange stage is not all that. Uh, but I know a lot of a lot of you guys who follow me will have those those kind of epiphanies from it. Not all of you, right? But a lot of you, um, because of um, of uh, because of the pickup background, we get so attached to these results and everything, and we really believe that this is gonna make us happy. Um, so it's it's a little bit extra turbulent for us, I think. In any case, when you do have this realization, if you're on top of it also realize that you've been inauthentic the whole time. That's where you risk going fucking suicidal like I did, right? And you don't want to do that. So that's why it's important to be authentic the whole time. So when you're having these understandings, when, when you do realize you've been doing shit the wrong way, it's better to have been doing shit the wrong way, but to be inauthentic at least to your beliefs um, rather than, you know, authentic in the terms of like being being honest, being transparent, doing all these sort of things, right? It's better to have been that than to have been living in a perspective where you realize, oh, this perspective is not giving me the salvation I'm looking for, but at least I've been authentic the whole time, right? That's a huge por portion of why, why I still teach people to be authentic. But authenticity in itself as a method of of for example, meeting women or making money. I think it's a little bit. It's 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 not the it's not the end destination, to put it that way, right? Um. So you know, if you're lo looking at 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 the male, uh, uh, sort of, social strategies of how we sort of evolve. In terms of meeting women, making sales, making clients, like these sort of like social uh, advancement strategies. I don't really know what to fucking call them, right? Um, when you're re really, really young, it's kind of like you're relying on others to get shit done for you. You know, like your fucking parents, right? Um, then you get kind of like, you know, like when you're really young, you become very opportunist. Right, so like, ah, oh, well, I'll fucking steal Kenny's pen because I want the pen. That's good. That's good. If he doesn't know that it's me, then I get to keep it too. Fuck yeah, right? And then you sort of probably get caught a few times and ah, oh, be a good boy, right? And this is where where the whole thing starts to be. Oh, just be yourself. Just be yourself, little Bobby, and everything will be okay. Just and um, but be yourself. It's not. It's not taught as be authentic. Be yourself. When when your parents tell you that, it means um, don't step on other people's toes, be nice, be accommodating, be very agreeable, like all this kind of shit, right? Um, you know, in Australia, they call it the tall poppy syndrome. You know, don't stick out from the crowd, little Bobby, just be nice. Um, and 
you know, which has a lot to do with like Christianity and all these other value systems as well. It's linked to the blue stage as well. This is, we can get into that later, but it's basically, so the social intelligence is an underline of development. So you're going through all these stages, blue, orange, green, blah, 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 right? But it's not like your whole psyche just jumps from, from stage to stage. You have so many different lines of, of development in your psyche. You have moral development, cognitive development, mathematical development. You have so many different types of intelligences that develop, and social intelligence is one of them, right? Um, but more on that later, I'm probably going to end up writing a book on this thing. This is actually an intelligence that no one has really uh, talked about that I've sort of found all the stages, right? Anyway, so it's like, oh, be nice, little Kenny, right? And then after that, you go, oh, shit, this is being nice, shit, this Mr. Nice Guy, shit, this doesn't work. So what happens then? Well, it's time to be no more Mr. Nice Guy, and you find, like, pick up artistry or red pill or or normal Mr. Nice Guy, like any of these things, right? And now it's it's all about, yeah, just have boundaries and do this, right? And, you know, if you go down the inauthentic path, it will be with a lot of lies and manipulation in, in order to, to sort of manipulate people's emotions. Or if you go down uh, a more authentic path, it will be just more focused on, on boundaries and not necessarily like punish and reward with compliance, control, and all this kind of shit. Um, like I did, because I was a dumbass, right? No, I wouldn't say a dumbass, because it's completely fine to do it, right? Everyone goes through their own path, it's completely fine, and, uh, you know. But uh, I did go down the inauthentic way, where you basically find things to be annoyed at, you punish things, you reward other things, just hyper-manipulative, right? Um, which, you know, I, I actually don't judge other guys doing it at all, because... Um, most of the women that you meet, they are doing the female counterpart of this. Even the women love to fucking shit on pickup artistry so fucking much. <clears throat> but when you have, um, but when you meet a lot of women and you really speak to women and you really get to know women and you hear what women do in terms of the way that they play games with men, it's like, yeah, um, you should look at yourself. So when I talk to, to men and I'm like, yeah, I don't think this is the best way of doing it. This is a more evolved way of doing it. That's because there literally is a more evolved way of doing it. But I'm not saying that this is wrong and you have to stop doing it. Like, if you're like, yeah, I feel obsessed with this, I need to do it, then fucking do it, right? I did it as well. I ended up here eventually. So it's all good, right? And for the women that are trying to shame it, it's like, nah. I have a problem with men talking shit about, oh, but look at women, they're so manipulated. It's like, nah, shut the fuck up, because you're the same, right? But it's the same with women. Like, just clean up your own damn messes, both of you, and then we can talk right? Uh, but once you really clean up your own mess, there's a higher perspective. And through this perspective, you will actually meet other women who also have this perspective because you can actually recognize each other, right? Substance recognizes substance, as um, my mentor Mira said the other day, right? In any case, so you go through through this and, and you're usually like very like, oh, just, you know, emotional impact and this and boom, 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 or having all this stuff. Like, just being a nice guy doesn't work. Right? You got to stand up for yourself, right? And then after that, you get to the authenticity place, usually, right? So these are the types of like dating coaches or sales coaches uh, or anyone that's, that's teaching men about these um, uh, social like strategies to get 
goes through uh, through social interaction, right? It's not mating strategies because it's it's you have the exact correlation in sales and copywriting and all these other things as well, and networking and just making friends and dealing with your family. It's just your whatever social strategies you use for whatever reason you have, right? Um, and so, so then after this, you get to, so, right, so, so the authentic versus inauthentic expression of that stage is either you focus really hard on, like, uh, boundaries and this sort of things, or you focus, or, or you just don't focus on that, and you just, it's a little bit more of a Machiavellian using, um, high, high level trickery and understanding of social, uh, processes and cognitive biases to leverage all that kind of stuff for persuasion and all this kind of stuff, right? Um, and then you get to that level where it's like, it's just authentic, just be authentic, just speak your own mind. Uh, so, so this goes, so this is a way deeper than just the boundaries. This is like literally just have zero filter, uh, just fully expressed yourself. It's total authenticity, right? Which is beautiful. It's a beautiful stage to be at, um, because you, you're 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 literally using honesty and transparency as a, as a as a method of getting what you want in life, and it does make you very dominant uh, because <laughs> you you kind of become volatile from it. You're like ah, this is what I feel. This is ah, right all the time, right, and. And, and, and it makes people sort of get on their heels a, a little bit around you because it's, it's, it's a very powerful way of acting, but it's also a little bit of trying to fit a square peg into a round hole where you lack sort of the understanding of is this, is time and place, you know? Um, because it's not always just about what, what you're feeling, uh, cause the world is not your therapist. And as much as you can think that, well, this is just expression of who I am, and that's fine. Oh, but, you know, you're telling me I shouldn't express who I am? What the fuck, man? I, I, I'm not going to shame myself or hold myself back. And that's not what we're saying. But there's still this time and place, right? This is a, it's still a reductionist way of thinking. And a lot of people in this stage, they will also really, really, really uh, enjoy taking a shit on on people who are using some sort of manipulation. And the manipulation guys take a shit on this as well. So it goes both ways, right? Uh, and both of them take a shit on like the mainstream, just be yourself, little Kenny, <laughs> kind of thing. And just be yourself, little Kenny, like those guys, they are really looking at all of this shit and they're like, you guys are fucked. Like you are ruining society. You are degenerates. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, but then after all of this, you get to a place where you see, oh, shit, right, you can actually disconnect from all of this, right, so you disconnect from validation completely, and when you do that, you will actually be able to see how other people seek validation, and how everybody's seeking validation because they're coming from a place of fear, so when you see someone use the, the manipulation stuff, you can see where it comes from, when someone is just trying to fit this square pig into a round hole kind of authenticity shit or when someone is telling little Kenny to just be nice you see where it's all coming from so you can see how they're all all coming from a certain place of truth but they're also incorrect because they're so reductionist and more importantly they're incorrect because they're coming from a place of 
fear, there's a certain sense of inadequacy. They're using these things in order to prove to themselves that I am enough kind of thing, right? Um, and that's why I believe I, I'm not a fan of authenticity as the end destination because there's a level above that where you start to genuinely unplug from validation. Um, and, you know, that's like my the the first step of what I teach is the level where you unplug from validation, the seven levels of relaxation, which turns out, turned out to be the seven chakras. I had no idea <laughs> that that's what I fucking found. Um when I was a dumb fucking 24-year-old, um, and the path of most resistance, right? So th those three things combined get you to this level. Um, but then, so, to the question that my friend asked, is like, are you always just focusing on authenticity? Nope, not at all. I think it's it's a stepping stone, right, to just focus on authenticity for a while. But you will realize that it's, it's a bit clumsy, right? It's a little bit all over the place. It's a little bit volatile. And it's actually kind of selfish, right? It's still like, it's still like you're hiding behind a fake facade of compassion. Hey, look at me. Hey, I'm just expressing myself. It's nothing wrong with this, you know? Even though I just called this lady a cunt, I thought she was a cunt, so, yeah, I'm just, you know, it's just what I felt, <laughs> right, <laughs> it was just, um, still, it, it genuinely is a higher perspective than a manipulative perspective, right, even though it may not always come across that way, and sometimes, oftentimes it does, right, when you, ex when you break down the, the philosophy, you can tell it's a higher, it's a higher, it comes from a higher perspective, the, the actual philosophy, um, but it's still got a lot of flaws, right? So it's it's a good way of getting out of your head, right? And just learn to express yourself, right? You you will develop more of a ballistic energy, as I call it, which is another uh, an entire podcast, right? Having a ballistic energy. But it's basically the kind of energy that you just walk into a room and even if you're not saying anything, you can go and sit down. People just sense that this dude, he's got power, like social, like he doesn't really have inhibitions, right, that's ballistic energy, um, and, but, but then you get to the next level where you learn to unplug from validation, so you're not doing these things to sort of prove things to yourself anymore, you know, even on an unconscious level, that's why, you know, the unplugging from validation is very tricky, and I have all my clients do validation journals, they're sending their journals to me, we're going deep, um, we've been doing some dream interpretation at times, although I'm not an expert at it yet, um, but I'm starting to learn more and more. Um, so yeah, so, so that's that. So, so no, authenticity is not the level. I'm not just in my mind thinking, oh, okay, I can't even give her a compliment because I'm giving her a compliment in order to create a response. <clears throat> it's not like that. It's more, am I am I saying this in order to make her attracted, like in order to impress her, if that's the case, then I'm not going to say it, right, but I am still allowed to understand the idea of time and place, right, so I can still understand that walking up and just telling a girl that, hey, I would love to go and take a shit right now, 
even though that's, you know, like the last thing you might want to tell her, and you could argue that this is unplugging for validation, it lacks time and place, right? And it's it's also completely irrelevant for that matter to her. Um, so, so you, you don't you and, and the way you you discern these things is you go, well, am I saying this in order to to impress her? Is this because I don't think that I am enough? If I just give her my my genuine like who I really am, right? So there's a difference between saying, hey, I think you're beautiful, um, or you are gorgeous, or you are stunning, you are sexy, you're hot, like giving someone a compliment and, and, and stating your sort of intent to the girl. That's very different from, um, you know, walking up and like, hey, by the way, do you know where the nearest Rolex dealer is I can find? Oh, oh by the way, you're kind of... You have an interesting look to you. What, what do you do for fun, right? That's obviously, you know, like a completely disingenuous way of just trying to sneak in cool stuff. But if you're like, hey, she's fucking gorgeous. I'm going to go tell her she's hot, right? This, you know, it's, it's way different, right? Um, I lost my train of thought for a second. Hold on. <clears throat> right, so, if I see someone on the street who I like, I'm not going to actively do certain things, like project a perception of myself. That's what I'm unplugging from, trying to project a perception of myself, right? Now, if you in your head, think that, oh, we're going and telling a girl that she's cute, that's going to be super impressive, right, then don't do it, then go and just, um, maybe just introduce yourself, maybe you have the belief that just stating your intent and being that direct, that that's some form of attraction building mechanism behind it, right, uh, if that's the case, then don't do it, right, so, that's why there's no cut and dry answer to these things. There's no do this, then do that, then do this, then do that. There's no sequence like that. And that's why it's, it's, it's a lot trickier. It's a lot more fluid. It's all to do with your internal world. And, you know, what Ken Wilber calls the upper left quadrant. You, you, you want to be mindful of Okay, am I trying to project a certain perception of myself? Or are we just having a conversation here? Right? That's a big difference. And then you back that up with an extreme level of relaxation. And, and then you follow the path of most resistance. That's the third component of all of this, right? And, you have three levels or three three paths of the path of most resistance as well. You know what's overwhelming, what's underwhelming, and what's intimidating. Right? It's another giant podcast, probably an entire series of podcasts uh, to explain. But you know, simply put, you know, overwhelm, 
is like things that you find really complex. Underwhelm is things that you find really boring, you know, underwhelming, and whatever is the most intimidating to you. If you follow those three things, socially speaking, you're building a ton of um, of that masculine kind of edge in you. But it has to be in, in it has to be in conjunction with unplugging from validation. So that it doesn't become this thing that you do as a little trick and then just seven levels of relaxation so that you're grounded while you're doing it. Because otherwise you're going to be all antsy and weird and then it's not going to work. And that's why this is not, this is not some sort of like weekend uh, thing where you master all of it at once, right? Like this takes time to build. It's not the, the, uh, the like social version of a get rich quick scheme. Right, it's like I tell everyone who wants to work with me. This takes time. This takes dedication. It takes real commitment. Um, it takes patience. Uh, it takes trust. It takes faith. Um, but if you have all of that, you'll get there, right? And I'll make sure that you do. But it's going to be ups, it's going to be downs, you're going to be tested, your patience is going to be tested, your trust in this is going to be be tested, your your level of self-love is going to be tested, everything is going to be tested, but eventually you will get to the other side, and you'll get there, right, it's just, <laughs> you will fucking get there, it's just an amazing place to be, um, where this need for validation is just not there for you <laughs> anymore and um, it's a genuine self-expression it's not only self-expression for the sake of self-expression but it's a genuine one and you still understand time and place yeah it's just it's just beautiful right and what happens what really does the work is your internal chemistry, where you have low cortisol, high dopamine, high serotonin, high oxytocin, all these sort of things, which is all directly linked to status and, you know, making women attracted, uh, success in sales, like all those sort of things, right? And then once we get here, right, now you think, oh, that must be the level, right? No, it's not, my friend. There is another level. <laughs> Oh shit, I used to think that that was the level, but it's not the fucking level. There is a level beyond this level where even the understanding of unplugging from validation and all the other fucking levels bef before this, all of it doesn't even matter. It's literally like a transcendental version of socializing where... <laughs> it's just hard to explain. Um, you have to get, you have to go through the other stages before you can even understand this. But it's basically, you you're literally accessing. Okay, so think about it like this: If Jesus was here, going out and meeting people, how the fuck would he do it, right? <laughs> That's or Buddha, right? That's the level, right? And I'm not saying, like, Eckhart Tolle would just fucking get a bunch of women or just Muji or fucking whoever, right? It's not that simple. But I'm saying, like, if if that level 
of understanding, right, of love and acceptance and all this kind of shit. But instead of having spent your whole life just meditating to get there, imagine, like, how would you get to that level through socializing, right? Through getting results in social interactions. What would get you to that transcendental level? That's what we're talking about, right? Um, I'm, but I'm not, I'm not even going to bother explaining it. Um, because it's just gonna go over everybody's heads, and people are just gonna say, oh, Pierre said just meditate, and I'm not, right, I'm really, 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 really fucking not, um, basically, this is like, uh, the outside the bedroom tantra, if you will, like the courtship tantra, or sales tantra, right, where, through letting go of result, not, oh, get res- uh, outcome independent, not that, Dumb self-development shit. I mean, literally, you transcend results, right? Just like Tantra. There's no goal. There's no end. It just is. It's isness of socializing, right? And it's just love and literally healing people as you speak to them. And, uh, yeah. (laughs) It's just... Holy shit, man. Holy shit. It's just... It's... I don't know. I don't even have words for for this it's just you just you just start loving people so much and you understand how hurt everybody is and that through meeting them you can actually help them heal and that way you can make the whole world heal <sighs> yeah It's powerful. It's powerful stuff. Um, so, yeah, I guess we went pretty deep. Um, but, yeah, so, okay, what about authenticity? Do you just focus on authenticity? Or, like, but I'm saying that in order to sort of start a conversation with her. It's, it's okay. Like, you don't have to be fully authentic all the time because, you know, okay, let's say you ask her, hey, do you know where, you know, blah, blah, blah thing is, right? But you actually knew where it was. It's fine. Because you didn't do that in order to make her attracted to, right? I hope, right? Unless you're doing some silly thing. Hey, do you know where the Rolex store is? Like, don't do that, right? Just ask, like, if you need, like, a little bit of an excuse to start a conversation in a normal way, um... Just say, hey, do you know where, like, you're supposed to be in Ikea around here? Or, you know, I'm fucking Swedish, of course I tell you about the Ikea thing. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Um, do you know where the nearest meatball shop is? Really? You don't? Okay. I thought it was going to be one around here anyway. But you you got a nice vibe to you. What's your story? That's interesting, right? And you can just start a conversation, right? All good. No problem. Yes, it's not 100% authentic, but you don't have to be that authentic at the higher levels. I think at the lower levels, when you're being more Machiavellian, it's important to focus on authenticity, because otherwise, you know, you'll go against your own soul. But when you're at the higher levels, you can give yourself a little bit of leeway, because you're not doing the inauthentic, inauthenticity, the inauthentic shit, for the sake of presenting a fake perception, like a persona that someone, or not even fake, right? I'm saying 
don't even try to project even a true persona. Like even if you happen to be um, uh, maybe a rapper, <laughs> you don't have to ask. But like, hey, do you know where I don't know the nearest recording studio is? <laughs> It'll be funny. Hi, I need a female opinion. Do you prefer an album recorded on, on a laptop or an album recorded in the studio? Because <laughs> I need to decide for my next album. <laughs> um, I'm being fucking silly. Um, but, you know, there's, there's a difference between being a little bit inauthentic. Because you're just trying to like, okay, I, I want to start a conversation with this girl and I want to do it. And we're not in a in a in a bar where it's fucking socially acceptable necessarily to just be like, "Hi, I'm Steve. What's your name?" Right. Um. So then, yeah, like go up and say, "Hey, you're cute," or like, "Hey, do you know where McDonald's is?" Or I mean, for all I care, like, you can go ask for a female opinion, like a fucking old-school mystery method opener, as well, if you like. As long as you're not doing it to present a certain persona that you think is going to be attractive, right? So don't weave in some shit that's going to that's gonna create attraction. Just literally just start the conversation, right? Um, and, and same thing with fucking marketers, right? Like, if you if you're a coach selling your services... You, like, you don't need to include all of this fucking social proof shit and scarcity and all this kind of stuff, right? Like, if you present transformational type content that actually helps people, um, then they're going to tell their friends about it. You don't need to, it's like people are like, oh, leave a comment below and add your friend to the group and do all this kind of shit, right? It's like... I I don't I don't really engage outside of my own group at all. I just post in my own group. I don't comment in other people's. It's like coaches these days. Oh, give value in other people's groups. No, motherfucker, you're trying to be slick about the way that you sell, and you're hiding behind this fake facade of compassion. Oh, I'm just giving value. No, you're not. You're having an agenda. It's like the pickup guy who thinks that he's just being authentic. Oh, I'm just expressing myself. Yeah, you're doing it because you think it's going to be attractive, you dumbass, right? Oh, I'm just giving value to people in your group. No, you're not just doing that. You're giving value so that people will see you, so they will click on your profile, so you can send them through sales funnel, you slick motherfucker, right? It's bullshit, right? Um, If you actually want to give value to people that much, then you would write two articles a day, record live streams every week, do all that kind of shit. But still, the same coaches that are active in my group, they don't do daily content. It's not two articles a day, right? The reason why I'm not active in other people's groups is because I'm busy creating fucking content for free in my group. And this content, without sales pitches, without holding back on shit, I'm just genuinely really giving actual value, right? These days, I'm even telling people the price up front. Like, I'm giving everything away, right? Everything. Just here you have it, right? I No sales tactics. Doing my mentorship is $6,000 up front or $1,100 a month for six months if you do the payment plan. Um, for, you know, so it's $6,600 if you do the payment plan or $6,000 if you do it up front. Um, and 
you know, that's pretty simple, right? And we're going to come up with, with a product. I'm going to end the mentorship, right? I'm not really taking applications anymore, but that's what it was. going to have the product. Uh, product is, ha- I haven't completely decided on price um, because I am, I'm really, really trying to go really deep within myself to know what the actually best price would be. Not in terms of what would maximize my own revenue, because that's not in the forefront of my mind. But I know people pay more. Like if you're a little bit uncomfortable with the price, you're going to get more out of it, right? But on the other hand, some people are really broke, and I don't want price to be a reason for people not to do the program. Um, so what I was thinking, actually, and here's like my dream scenario, but I'm a little bit scared of doing it. So maybe that means I have to do it, right? But my dream idea would be, if you want to get on this, um, this is basically like a group coaching program. It's not a product. It's a group coaching thing for 12 weeks, right? And then a bunch of, it's so much reco- so many recorded bonuses. So that's why it's sort of like a product because you're getting so much pre-recorded shit as well. But it's really a 12 weeks sort of guided sort of process. Um, with calls every week and all this kind of shit. Feedback on the homework, blah, 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 blah. Um, but what I was thinking is, okay, in order to get on this, you have to send me your bank statements for the last 12 months. So I know how much you're making and see what you're spending money on and all this kind of stuff. And then I will make an assessment of what a price would be for you that would make you just, just a little bit uncomfortable, just a little bit quote unquote too high. Right, a little bit too high a price point for you, just so that it's a sacrifice for you, right? Um, and that that was the point with the six thousand dollar price tag for the mentorship. I wanted to be a little bit too high, but then I've had some, you know, clients have been doing really well in business, and they're like, "Oh, only six grand? Ah, okay." I'm like, "Fuck!" So now he's not going to get as much out of the program, right? And now. So see, here's what where people will go. Oh yeah, so I'm I'm selling my business stuff as well, and you know, like it's I'm making them, I'm doing them a service by increasing the price. It's not that easy, dumbass, right? That now you're just selling yourself on it. You're in orange stage. The price is not justified just because you can't sell it at the price, right? It's like you know these people think that they're fucking. Uh, oh, I'm so fucking spiritual, and blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, what do you actually do for the world? It's like, you're doing nothing. You're doing nothing. You're just putting your head in the sand and living in your nice little house and you got a safe little job and you're not looking at things like trafficking and all these sort of things, right? You know, and trafficking is like one of the reasons why I want to make a lot of money so I can help fight that kind of stuff, right? Um... But so, so with coaches, it's it's the same thing. It's like, so I I want to have this, okay. Send se, send me a fucking bank statement, and I I will tell you what the good price is for you, right? Um, problem with that is that it it would be difficult for a large amount of people. You know, when you're at a lower stage, when you are genuinely at orange stage. Or green stage even, uh, especially blue. You just not go. It's going to be difficult to comprehend that 
some random guy who's a coach on the internet like me will actually look at this and will genuinely come up with a price point that's literally good for you and he's not like looking at like how much he can can squeeze out how much he can squeeze out of you and the reason for this is because orange state fucking coaches are like oh well it's good for them if he pays more so i'm just gonna sell him on whatever i can right like a dumbass right and when i say like a dumbass i'm talking to my past self as well so i'm not fucking pointing fingers i'm when i talk about the orange stage coaches i'm literally talking like a fucking pierre right the the my shadow right that's what i'm yelling at right who i still love you know he's a good guy but he's just coming out of fear when he's like that you know but unfortunately, when he's acting out of fear, he's putting fear into other people because he's being manipulative and controlling, and that creates more orange in other people as well, and you're fucking the world up like that. Fucking Pierre, you know? Um, so that's why I'm thinking that that price structure might not be possible. That might be something that I do for alumni only once they've gotten to know me and they really know that I'm actually genuine about that thing. Uh, so that the first, so that this, the 12 week program that, that might have like, could be, but it could be interesting with like almost like tax brackets kind of thing. It's like, what tax brackets are you in? And depending on what brackets you're in, you would be paying a certain level. So that, so that's why I'm, I'm a little bit, I don't know what to, what to charge for it. Um, spontaneously, if I'm going to do like a set price, it might be like if you can prove that like genuinely prove that you're unemployed or you're a student um it will be one price point it's like maybe you prove like what sort of career i I don't know i really really want to have the price be fluid enough so that it 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 follows people's capacity right like i want it to really i i want i want the price to be equally meaningful to everyone um, for a while, I considered, fuck, I'll just give it away for $250 to everyone, right? Um, and uh, and that's that, right? But then it's like, yeah, shit, all these people that make more money, they're literally not even going to go through the fucking thing. Um, and then I was like, okay, well, fuck it, let's just set a price point so that's really high. And so the people are already making money. It's it's just them that can afford it. So the ones that go through it, like it's a meaningful price for everyone. So let's make it eight thousand dollars. You know, it's just like ah, shit. I I don't know what what to do. Like I want to have some. If someone has an idea when you're listening to this, uh, feel free to reach out to me. Um, and if you're someone who's like, yeah, I'm I'm hundred percent doing this fucking program with you, and I trust you enough to to let you in on on my finances, and we can come to a. a price together like we can negotiate something like here's how much i make here's how much i need i think something like this would be difficult for me to to afford but it would it would be doable but you know blah 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 right we could come to an agreement something like that i don't know i don't know i just want this i just want to run this business really without thinking about my own bottom line without thinking about the revenue I, I wanted to really surround the idea of getting people the most that they can from it and 
the money that I make from it is really used for um, helping these kids that have been saved from sex trafficking. That's like the two, two big. And then the third goal is for me to evolve spiritually, right? Which means partially just being this kind of transparent and just really not holding things back um, is part of it. But also part of it is to have enough money for myself to go and do uh, certain coaching. You know, just like I'm coaching all of you guys, I want to have coaches myself. So I'm doing coaching with Mira right now. I want to go and do a few Joe Dispenza events next year um, and all of these sort of things. So all the money, that's why I'm not running it as a non-profit uh, because I still need money for myself, for my own research and development, right? <laughs> research and development. That's funny. Uh, um, yeah. Well, this podcast got deep. Um, cool. So, I think I'm going to cut it off here. I have a lot more that I can talk about. But this is um, a very different kind of vibe from it today than uh, what people are used to. And I don't want to sit there and rambling on for hours if it turns out that no one even makes it past the 20-minute mark. So you guys can let me know if you find this like really sort of like more reflective, contemplative type of podcast, if you find this valuable i know it is valuable but i'm not sure if you can really connect with it and if you can't connect with it then i gotta do something else for you so let me know if you enjoy this um then i will do then i will just you know when i get into this mode i will just sit here and keep rambling for a few hours because i could probably go for another three uh but if it's not valuable for you guys then i'm you know that that's like like the thing with authenticity Right, it's like, oh, well, this is authentic to me, so I'm just gonna sit there and ramble for four fucking hours. But at the same time, like, is it really helping anyone? You know, it's not all about me. It's not the world is not my fucking therapist. I'm not gonna sit there and just ramble for no reason, right? It it needs to serve a higher purpose. It can't be authenticity for the sake of authenticity. It's got to be authenticity for the sake of making the world a better fucking place, right? And yeah. Cool. I think we're going to cap it off there. I hope, whoever you are listening, I hope you have uh, a great day. I wish you well. And if you um, like this, then If you want to see more of this, it would be good to let me know, right? So now I'm not saying this, oh, just you know, get active in the community, blah, blah, blah. It's not like a way for me to get fucking engagement, right? I'm very happy with the way things are. Um, but uh, I uh, lost a little bit of drive with doing these because I was like... I don't know, if, because there were a few people that were, oh, shit, this is awesome, but it wasn't that many. So I felt that, oh, maybe people are just enjoying my written stuff a little bit more. Um, 
but then last few days, you know, this wrapped thing happened and people showed you like favorite podcasts and shit. And I just done three episodes and multiple people were like, Hey, you're on top podcast. I've been listening to, to these episodes back to back, like on replay. So it's, you know, I'm like, Whoa, okay. That's crazy. So, um, I guess it's, you know, like the, 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 the articles are right in the group. Like you, you read it and then you leave a comment straight away. But this is like, you listen to this and you log out of it and you, do some other shit, right? So it's not the same kind of feedback loop on your end. Um, and so I didn't see that much reception. Like, I didn't hear the people, no one said it was bad, right? But it wasn't that many people that were like, oh, this is awesome, right? But now that Wrapped came out, there was plenty of people that were like, dude, you're literally the top podcast, please do more, please do more, right? Um, so if if you really find this valuable, I would love to to hear it. You don't have to write it in the fucking group. It doesn't have to be for engagement purposes. Uh, you can literally just send send me a, a message on on Messenger, right? Uh, so just dropping things here. Um, just something so that I know that this is a, a meaningful uh, a way for me to spend my time. That I'm actually making a difference like this. Because if I'm not making a difference for you. Um, then I'm not going to spend my time doing this. Um, I'm enjoying it. I'm really enjoying it, actually. But there are a lot of things I enjoy, and I don't have to do this just because it's kind of fun for me. I want to do it because it's actually meaningful for someone else. That's the whole point of this, right? So, with all that said, thank you for tuning in, and I would love to hear from you. That's all I would say for now. Thank you.